Welcome to the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Parker. I'm a coach who specializes in conscious, clear-headed decision-making, which, despite how hard we work and how smart we are, is not always easy. Each week, I'll bring you science-backed tools and strategies to use in your daily life and career to make more confident, authentic decisions. Oh, and we're going to make it easy while we're at it. If you're into a life with less overthinking, people-pleasing, and perfectioning, and more making what you want matter, you're in the right place. So happy you're here. Let's get into it. Well, hello again. I'm so excited to talk to you about confusion today. Why? Because this is the beginning of a series that we're going to do on fear in decision making. How much fun does that sound like? A lot. I know. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't fun to talk about decision making. So same page, my friend. Today, we're going to focus on confusion as one of the many types of fear that comes up in the decision making process. And you might be thinking, wait a minute, Kirsten, if I'm confused, I'm confused. I'm not afraid. Hence, this being our starting place for our conversation. We are going to be diving into one of my absolute most favorite concepts in this series of episodes coming up, which is fluency in fear. Fear fluency. Learning to speak the language of your fears sounds so empowering and delicious, does it not? This is something we have, have, have to talk about, getting you fluent in the language of your fears, because what gets in the way of decision making? Really, you might be thinking confusion, which we're going to talk about today. But if you're willing to buy into my ideas for a second, confusion just falls under the umbrella of fear. And fear is what gets in the way of us being able to make straightforward, easy, no pressure, never second guessing, clear, confident decisions. And it's also something that we do not pay attention to very coherently a lot of the time. So in these series of episodes where we're going to dig into what is fear, what's happening, what do you do with it? We're going to get you so fluent that you are going to be able to speak this language with yourself and actually move through the decision-making process so much more easily. Yes, please. So today we're going to talk about confusion and actually how to cut your decision-making time in half if you're confused. And the way we're going to do this is by framing confusion as a potential fear. Being confused with a decision doesn't sound super uncommon, right? Sounds pretty normal. We're going to use an example about a decision you might feel confused about. Let's say you want to maybe get a new certification, maybe not though. And if you do, you're not sure maybe which one is the best. Totally feel free to swap out a decision you're in the middle of right now that you feel confused about, whether or not to visit your in-laws this summer, if you're going to do a reno project, if you don't know how to solve a financial problem, whether you're going to finally write your book or put it down forever. Anything where you might feel like, I don't know how to describe what I'm thinking or feeling other than confused. Super, super common. I'm going to ask you to start getting much more specific about what's going on because you've encountered a choice point. You've reached a point where there's a decision to be made, but you feel like there's a speed bump, a detour, or a full-on brick wall stopping you from moving forward with this decision. And this roadblock feels like confusion. So I'm going to ask you to think about other times in your life when you feel the emotion of confused. 
I personally love magic. And one of the reasons that I love magic, I think, is because it activates all of these emotions that I don't feel on a regular basis in my every single day life. Surprise and awe and delight and confusion. Really seeing something I don't understand, being prompted to feel like, how did they do that? I love it. I know that I personally also feel confused when I can't understand someone else's behavior. And I worked a lot on expanding my perspective and exercising compassion. I have a pretty high capacity to conceive of things that I wouldn't necessarily agree with or do myself, but can see a way to some logic or see some reasoning behind some decisions. But there are those occasions when I literally just can't make sense of why would someone choose to wear that cologne <laughs> or to any number of other things, right? I can really connect with feeling confused in those scenarios. This is all in line with Google's definition it offers up for confused, which is lacking order and thus difficult to understand. I want to see if you can start noticing some subtle differences in how you feel when you feel confused about how did a magic trick work and confused about what you want to do next. It's actually a very different quality of feeling. And the truth is, some of the time we are encountering this choice point and we're feeling like there's a speed bump or a roadblock blowing us down. And we are using the feeling of confusion subconsciously as an escape route to escape having to make that decision. Think about the problem you're giving yourself to solve when you sit there and say, I am confused. The problem you're giving yourself to solve is figure this out, right? Which hard? How do you solve the magic trick? I don't know. Pretty unsolvable problem. This is how we get stuck in that roadblock feeling where you feel like there's no way forward. You think you're confused, but the only answer to confusion is figuring something out, understanding something that feels non-understandable. So the more useful conversation you're going to start having with yourself at this point is not how do I figure this out? It's what am I afraid of? And not in a rhetorical way, not in a, you should just get over this. You should already know the answer, figure it out, dummy way. We're not talking to ourselves like that around here. We're actually going to sit down and look for what are the fears that are present that are causing me to want to retreat into this confusion cave. Because look at what happens. Big picture. You say, I'm confused. You see yourself as a confused person. You act like a confused person would act, which means having the same conversations over and over with yourself, getting nowhere, getting no new information, but having them on repeat about here's what I don't know, here's what I can't do, bup, 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 bup. gathering people's opinions willy-nilly without any specific idea of what data you're looking for, right? That's what confused people do. They just take in more and more different opinions and conflicting advice without any parameters for evaluating what they're taking in. You repeatedly think about the big decision, which again gets you nowhere, instead of looking for what smaller choices are going to move me forward and get me to the result of this big looking decision. So calling yourself confused is actually a weird permission slip to act like a confused person, which if we look at the model that we just went through, not actually setting yourself up for any kind of success. But what if this feeling of confusion, this impulse to call yourself a confused person, 
is actually an escape attempt. What if it's a signal that you are afraid of some stuff and you now want to retreat into the warm safety of the confusion cave? Because as long as you are confused, you do not have to take action. You do not have to do anything. You do not have to vulnerably expose yourself to the elements and take risks and leave your comfort zone. Take a stand on something. Declare a goal. It's all very, very scary stuff to our animal brains and our nervous systems, right? It's important to note here, we're not judging our instinct to go into the confusion cave and take refuge. We like being safe. Let's just call it a normal human quirk, okay? Let's stop judging it. But it is very interesting to check for what am I afraid of if what you really want to do is move forward in this choice. The truth is we don't like the way that it feels to stay stuck in the cave. I know personally I have stayed confused about things for a long time. Say it like it was a little bit of a choice and it doesn't feel like one. But it does feel like if you are sitting there saying I'm confused and I don't know how to figure out the answer. For me, it was about my career. I knew I didn't want to be a theater stage manager for the rest of time, but I kind of just stayed there and I stayed stuck. And I was like in my little confusion cave. I was like, I don't know how to figure this out. And that felt very justifiable to look at that and be like, well, yep, anyone would look at this and agree that I am a confused person. I'm going to stay at the cave and I'm not going to make any bold moves. I'm not going to ask any hard questions and I'm just going to stay a confused person. It doesn't feel good. So if you are in a similar place and it doesn't matter what you feel confused about or how big or small the questions feel for you, if it doesn't feel good to stay stuck in the confusion cave and you actually do want to move forward on this thing one way or another, we're going to start giving ourselves permission to put down the question, how do I figure this out? And start asking this more useful, more answerable question. What might I be afraid of here? We give ourselves a more solvable problem. We ask more answerable questions. We start taking steps out of the cave one by one. So let's use our example, okay? Let's pretend you're in this place where you might want the certification. Maybe you don't know which one. Maybe you feel confused. Option A sounds very similar to my confusion cave scenario, right? You think you're confused. There's no easy solution to that. There's no immediate obvious answer presenting itself to you on your doorstep, which, by the way, would be so nice. I will get to work inventing that so that all of our decisions are easier, just so you know. But until the robots can bring us the easy, obvious answers to our doorsteps, we have to keep doing this work. You're doing a great job. So that's option A, right? Just stay confused. Wait for an answer to show up. Stay frustrated with yourself. Don't make a confident decision and let time go by. Option B, let's investigate. What might I be afraid of here? I don't know. I guess maybe I'm afraid of making the wrong choice. That is a perfectly valid answer. And I want you to keep asking, what does that mean? Why would that be bad? What's that fear about? So that you can get as much data from yourself as possible. You don't have to do this weird, creepy things with your hands if you don't want to, but just keep looking for the data, okay? I might be afraid of making the wrong choice. Okay, I, well, what would that mean? Why would that be a bad thing? What's that fear about? Okay, uh, I might be afraid of wasting my time, finding out that I pick something that's not what I thought it was going to end up being. I might pick something that I don't 
like as much as I thought I was going to. I might end up regretting spending the money if it's not that good. Oh my gosh, you guys, can we stop the press conference? Do you think how much valuable information we just got from this nine second conversation with ourselves? These are such specific, individual, addressable fears. And now you can continue having a dialogue with yourself because nothing about what you just said to yourself is confusing, right? It all makes sense. And your job, once you identify individual fears, is to address them one by one. At this moment, I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath because this is not the easiest stuff to do, period, in general. And it's not the easiest stuff to do by yourself. This is what so many of my coaching conversations end up being because it's difficult to have one single coherent conversation with yourself. First of all, you know how many minions are running around our mind committees and how much we interrupt each other with different lines of thinking and like memories about, oh, yeah, I also have to pick up the laundry. So just take a deep breath. Know that this is a buildable skill. And there are many more episodes in this series coming on how to interact with your fear and dialogue about it and work through it, organize your thoughts around it. And know that at some point, it's just very normal to want to get help with this and to want to have an outside perspective guiding you through these conversations. So whenever you need that from me, book your consult. All right. And we'll talk about working together. KirstenParker.com forward slash schedule. It's in the show notes. So let's say you're unpacking your fears, you're getting out of the confusion cave, and you're listing them out like this, right? We're not solving any of them. We're certainly not judging any of them. We're just looking, what might I be afraid of? And now you're going to address them one by one. So I would advise that your conversation go thusly in some form or fashion. Okay, one of the things I'm afraid of is that I might sign up for something that I don't like. Okay, valid fear. So let's talk about it. Is there a solution to this problem? Can you take actions to pre-solve it to the best of your abilities and avoid that situation? If you did get in that situation, what would you do? Literally, after you got over being upset, what actions would you take? What options would be available to you? Is this a big, bad, scary enough possibility that you want to act on this fear and scrap this whole idea? What is happening? at this point in the conversation is you are giving yourself much smaller, easier to navigate choice points. You are bringing yourself through the big decision of do I and if I do which by breaking it up and bringing it down to one step at a time. You're giving yourself little micro choices that will actually move you through the barricades and get you going in this decision. You don't have to stay just stuck and confused. And that's the end of the story. So this is how you get yourself out of the confusion case and through a decision, super consciously, super confidently. You keep bringing awareness to what you think and feel. You keep validating it. You keep looking at it directly in the eye instead of being like, eh, that's a dumb thing to think. We're not doing that. And you keep putting yourself in this position of empowered autonomy over and over again. What do I want to do about this? Great. What do I want to think about that? Cool. What new information do I need in order to make a decision on that? Got it. Moving yourself out of the cave one step at a time. 
this is going to have you making so many decisions, but they're going to be doable decisions. Don't let that overwhelm you or intimidate you. There's going to be manageable decisions, but being in that decision-making mode is going to serve you so much for this larger looking choice that's been weighing you down a little bit. You're going to be choosing, what do I think? What am I want to do? What's most important? And you're going to keep continuously putting yourself in charge, which is going to feel light years away from feeling confused. Instead of identifying as a confused person who doesn't know, so can't take action, you're going to see yourself as a person who's figuring it out, who's doing what you got to do to get over the speed bumps and make it through this big decision, which is, spoiler alert, a series of smaller decisions like most things in life are. The bottom line that we are driving at in this entire conversation we're having is that you do not need to know all the things in order to not be confused. You can be clear in the presence of unknowns. You can be confident with the absence of absolute certainty. Just because that easy, simple, obvious answer isn't showing up on your doorstep, you don't have to feel like a confused person and condemn yourself to being stuck in the confusion cave. I always offer my clients that if you know what question you want the answer to, you're not confused. You're clear. You might not have all the information that you want to have right now at this moment, but you're clear on who you are and what you want and where you're going. And if there are questions, let's let it be normal and let's make sure we're giving ourselves answerable questions and presenting ourselves with solvable problems so that even the toughest things to answer and the hardest things to figure out feel like they're doable because I promise they are. And I want to leave you with one final plea to please not judge yourself for any of this. It's normal to feel confused and to think we feel confused. And even if we're not, even if we really are escaping into the cave and using that as a little bit of an excuse to not face a decision and figure out what we really think and take some bold moves, it's normal. Okay, let this be an empowering idea to notice the next time you think you're confused and to be able to think, wait a minute, what if I'm not? What if I'm not confused right now and I just need to ask a different question and I can keep going down the road? No obstacles, no roadblocks. No staying stuck forever. I hope you find it empowering and fun. And I hope you have fun with all of the conversations we have to come on fear and getting fluent in it. We're gonna have so much fun. You're gonna get so good at it. If we're not already friends on Instagram or TikTok, please find me so that we can talk about your thoughts on this. I wanna hear if this helped you. If you have ideas, if you're using this to navigate a decision, I'm at KP Coaching on Instagram and at The Decision Coach on TikTok. Let's be friends and hang out on the internet. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.